I'm a little annoyed. I'm a little angry. So this is going to probably come across as bitter and whatever, but I don't care. Let me just go ahead and start this off by saying I was at work. Okay, my day starts off. I wake up and I go to work. I wake up, I get ready for stuff, and then I go to work. No, no, no. Okay, let me, let me start over again. I wake up, I do my Duolingo lesson to try to like, you know, keep my, uh, keep my weak streaks, you know, intact. And then I get ready to go to work. If I don't have enough time to watch Thunderbolt, uh, Thunderbolt fantasy before I head out, um, I go to work and like I said, my shifts at work is pretty basic, simple. Uh, I go and I, um, you know, like, because I have to go to work, at a, they, they, they shave two hours off my shift, man. Like, you know, I, I, I'm i under punishment because apparently they're like, hey, you know, you don't work fast enough. And it's like, of course I'm not going to work fast enough. I'm the only person working, and I'm getting, like, three times. I'm doing, like, I'm doing the job of two people by myself, and I'm getting bombarded from each side. You, you're only going to get what I'm physically capable of doing. You know, like, just just either you know either give me help or fire me and they ain't gonna fire me because i actually show up on time and i don't mind working mornings so that's how we do it right so you know like one of the things that i have so now because they shaved off like two hours off my uh because no was this two hours or just one hour i want to say it was one hour two whatever the fact that the matter is is that like no it's, it was one hour it's one hour the fact is, they shave off time off, off of my shift. So now, all the stuff I have to do, all the stuff that I do that, that requires two hours to actually prepare for, that's where the two hours came from. Now I have to do two hours worth of work in a half hour. Tell me, like, that's not, tell me that's not, you know, intent to sabotage, man. But I do it with a, I do it with a, a grin because I need to pay off this card note, so... I do what I can do in the half hour that I do it, and I get started on my job. And one of the things that I do on my job, I sweep up the parking lot. And actually, that's one of the few times I actually feel free at my job because I'm outside, you know what I mean? I'm sweeping up the parking lot. Ain't nobody out there because it's like right before we start to, it's like before we open up. So there's nobody on the parking lot. So I can just, you know, I can just, that's my time to just sort of me be out there and just be to myself and be in my thoughts while I'm sweeping up trash and whatever, which is annoying to me. It, what annoys me is that like, I don't mind, I don't mind sweeping up the trash. I got my gloves on. So it's like, you know, I don't have to worry about physically touching the stuff, but there's always a diaper. I don't understand. There's always a diaper. And one time I actually saw, the people that be leaving these diapers, like there was this, like, it is, it, it's, it's gotta be, it's either a homeless couple or a homeless single parent because they will leave. Cause like who leaves a diaper on the parking lot? You know what I'm saying? When there's a changing station in the bathroom, like it, it, it just sort of, it, it bothers me a little bit because especially because like a lot of bathrooms have changing stations now. And a lot of places are usually open up pretty late. So part of me always sort of wonder what kind of person, like, you know, I understand, like I get it being homeless sucks. So you kind of have to kind of find your way around to like get to places and stuff like that. But what always sort of bothers me is 
if you're homeless, you know, like what will possess you to go to the same Olive Garden at night to change your baby and just chuck the chuck the the, the diaper like out in, just out in the parking lot? Like what? I don't understand how the process, the thought process goes into that. You know what I mean? Like, oh man, I gotta change this baby right here. Good thing there's an Olive Garden nearby. Like we we have a dumpster. Like we don't even like no, we don't have a dumpster. But you would think literally right next door to us is a dumpster. It just the inconsider it's like the inconsideracy, inconsideration, the, the inconsiderate of it all is just like you know, it's just weird. It's a weird thing to do. You know what I mean? Cause it's like, you know. I feel like in my brain, I like to always sort of give off these. Um, I like to give off backstories of like certain things that I find. Cause like there was once upon a time, like every other couple of days, there would be a shoe, you know, outside. Like it'll be a shoe in the parking lot, just one shoe, which is weird to me. Cause normally when you see, normally when you see shoes, they come in pairs, unless, you know, somebody's, in, you know, somebody got a leg amputated or something, but it's always two shoes. So it's like I'm always. So there's always one shoe. So I pick up, you know, so I not pick up the shoe. I, I you know, I sweep up the shoe and whatever. So I always will, like give it a backstory. Like maybe there's a one legged person in a, in a, uh, in a wheelchair who just got tired of that shoe. And rather than return the shoe back to the store where they got it from or whatever, they just decide, you know what? I'm just going to leave it out here in this olive garden or something. So for these diapers, I, I feel like it's a jilted employee. A jilted former employee, you know, who maybe, you know, has a kid and decides that's just their way of, you know, getting back at the company, which is also weird because it's like nobody would see it except for the person who's sweeping up the parking lot. I know I'm spending a lot of time talking about this, but it just bothers me because it's like it's every time it's like, what do you do? What do you do <coughs> at night that makes you say, I'm going to change this baby at this Olive Garden parking lot? It's just a weird, it's just weird. Like I said, there's, there's changing stations inside. And not only is there changing stations inside, but like there's changing stations in every bathroom. I'm revisiting. I'm sorry. It's like, cause I used to be homeless, you know, like I used to actually like, I mean, technically I'm homeless now. The place where I'm currently living at is not my home. And all it takes is for the person who owns this place to say, you know what? I'm tired of you guys living here. Y'all got to bounce and I'm going to be homeless, you know, cause I still have a job here, but I don't, you know, I don't get paid enough to pay for both a, to pay for a car note an expensive cell phone, among other things. It's just, uh, it's so much going on and I might segue into politics with this, but not yet, because, yeah, that's all it takes. Speaking of politics, segue the uh, Roe v. Wade got uh, overturned earlier this week. And uh, let's face it, it's not, if you're a lady right now, if you are a woman right now, 
you basically have like every reason in the world to become to become politically active. I'm not talking about just voting, but like doing research about what goes on, like what goes on in politics in general, because this is just the tip of the iceberg for y'all. You know what I'm saying? So this is a like, you know, and I know you can't vote for Supreme Court justices. I know that you can't, you know, I know that's a lifelong position, but I was doing some research about Supreme uh, Supreme Court justice terms. And there was a bill that was introduced in the House in 2020 that would have, you know, like proposed a Supreme Court justice term. <sighs> Without going too into detail, I just basically say, you know, it's there. It's on Congress.gov. You know, like that's where all of our bills are. Like, not only that, but every state has its own Supreme Court. So it's like, if you really think about it, there's some, you know, there's a way to supersede this law on a state level. And if anybody has known already, state is stronger than federal because as far as the federal government is concerned, as long as there's 50 senators clogging up everything, there's nothing, nothing's really going to get passed. So, you know, I just really hope that this is the, I just really hope that this is the moment where people realize, yo, politics is really important and we do need to start putting our focus into it just a little bit. To get out, you know, to get our lives on track. Because the whole reason why we're here in the first place is because we dedicated like lifetime worth of information and stuff into simply not caring about what's going on. This is a result of people just not caring for so long. And the people who did care say, you know what, we're gonna get our point across regardless of what our opposers say. And they did. This is why. I've been, I, and I've been screaming this since the beginning, you know, get out and vote, care about, you know, what's going, get out and vote, care about, you know, what's going on politically around you, because like, you know, this is important. Now I have been, I've been, I've been sort of butting heads with somebody who kind of doesn't share my idea. Now I don't mind being disagreed with, you know, disagreements, they happen. I'm not going to say that they're good. I'm not going to say that they're bad. They're just going to say that they happen. You know, it's like a bowel movement. For some, it's satisfying. For others, it's a sticky mess. So, you know. All right, moving along, though. It's like, I just... This guy that I know, right? Like, you know, he's... He's very, I'm not going to say he's anti-politics, but he just doesn't seem, he doesn't seem to care about the gravity of how far and how, how deep um, politics goes into everything that we do in America. Literally everything that we do in America is motivated by a law brought towards by a series of politicians who all agree this law should pass, president signs it off for the governor or whoever, and boom, things pass. A lot of things that happen in this day and age is because of politics. And this one guy, and it's a it's a common thing. It's a common thing. Peeps are like, well, I don't, I don't, you know, I shouldn't have to, you know, voting ain't gonna do anything. Voting ain't gonna fix anything. Blah 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 blah. Voting ain't gonna do nothing. We should just burn it down. We should just burn everything down and start it again. Burn everything down, start it again. This is a controversial thing for me to say. Burning things down and starting it up again. Nobody is intending on rebuilding anything. Nobody wants to rebuild. All 
when I hear anybody say we're gonna we need to burn everything down or we need to change everything for the better, we need to start destroying things. Whenever I hear anybody say that, I know two things about them. One, they're lazy, and two, they want to throw a tantrum. They want to do the easiest thing they can think of. And the easiest thing they can think of is throwing a brick through somebody's window or setting something on fire or or doing some sort of property damage or just getting together as a group and screaming. And that's fine. You can do that. But, like, I really hate the fact that people just completely ignore the part where, like, you know, where things actually got, like, put into law and put into practice because of these things. It's not like, you know, like, back in the day, right, you know, when protests happened, things got done because politicians back then actually felt like they had an obligation to their people. Politicians knew that people would vote them out if they didn't pay attention, if they didn't do anything. Nowadays, politicians, they just brush their shoulders off and say, F those people. But let me get back to the whole people don't want to rebuild. Tulsa was destroyed. And you don't hear anybody trying to rebuild Tulsa. Black Wall Street just recently got rebuilt. Just recently. In other words, Black Wall Street, for those who don't know, was ultimately just kind of like a, a striving black economic if I'm not mistaken, there was a striving black economic structure that got burnt down, right? And people weren't talking about building that stuff until recently. I think like as early as two years ago, maybe. My biggest problem is, is that like right now, technically speaking, America has been burnt down forever. If you really want to talk about burning anything down, let's talk about the fact that America hasn't burnt down forever. Our rights are barely there. All right. If you're a black dude and you just walk outside, a cop has every reason to a not help you if you're in trouble and b shoot you on sight just because they're scared of you. Does that not sound like a burnt down society to you? If anything, we should be talking about we should be speaking in terms of everything sucks. How do we fix it? But nobody wants to do that. They just say we want to make everything suck more. And I can assure you, even if we did somehow manage to succeed in breaking things down and burning things down and, and destroying everything, nobody's going to rebuild anything. They're just going to keep having kids in the ashes of their own society and say, well, everything sucks because that's just the way it is. Because nobody wants to fix anything because fixing things take work. And I hate to say that. I hate to say stuff. I hate to say people don't want to work because I truly do believe that the the only people in America that don't work are rich people. Everybody else works. I truly do believe that. But it's like it should. But it's like at the same time, we live in a world where people don't want to look up like and I get it. I, I, I was about to say people don't want to look up the political structure. And it's like I get it. It's remarkably complicated. It's really, 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 it, it, it's really in-depth and it's really stressful. You know, it's chock full of political jargon like gerrymandering and rat effing and, and what's another political word? Uh, I don't know, a, a congressional whip, adjudication, stuff like that. It has all of these things. But the fact is, is that like all you have, it doesn't hurt to at least get a start on it. If you literally look at the government as just a group of people, Everything makes sense. A democracy is ultimately just a group of people who all have a vote. Majority rules. Boom. Right? One person, one vote, majority rules. That's a democracy. 
An autocracy is one person is in control of everything else. Right? Those That's two forms of government right there. A theocracy is basically the church rules everything. Boom. Now you know three governmental structures. America is a federate America is a federal government, which means we have two different types of government. We have a central government, which is basically an organization that controls the whole nation, and then we have sovereign governments or independent governments, which is every state. Which is why if America ever decides to dissolve, now you if you ever if America ever dissolved, every state would technically be its own country because every state has its own president, who is the governor, its own Supreme Court, its own uh uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Constitution and all these other things. Every state is technically its own country within the country. That's why you could do certain things in one state that you can't do in another state. But they all kind of have to follow the same law underneath the federal government. It's not that complicated. It does get a little complicated down the line, though, but it's not completely impossible to understand. And all you have to do is just know who's in charge. And if they suck at their job, get rid of them. And as I've always said multiple times, the best employee is the one that knows that their job is on the line. These people, they know that they're cushy where they are because they know that people don't want to vote. They know that the people that want to vote them out ain't going to do it because they're so discouraged by voting that they just choose to not vote. So who votes? The people who wants to vote. Who's the people that want to vote? The people that get their way. Who are the people that get their way? Racist, deranged sociopaths who think that Jesus, who thinks that Donald Trump is Jesus Christ reincarnated. And they make up the minority. Burn it down. Burn it down is lazy. You don't hear anybody talk about, hey, let's create our own city. Let's create our own black city. Because everybody's... One time, a long time ago, I was in a Facebook group. I'm still in that Facebook group. One time, when Black Panther came out, I one time said, as a joke, yo, if we really wanted to, we could make our own Wakanda. Did I, let me tell you, I got laughed out of that... I almost got laughed out of that group just for saying that. Because everybody, like, the, the, the establishment wasn't even there. And you already have people talking about reasons why it wouldn't happen. Or why it shouldn't happen. Or why we can't do it. You have any idea how annoying that is to hear? In Black History Month, with Black Panther coming out at the time, it wasn't out yet. It was coming out. We were seeing trailers and stuff. It, all I saw was that little that little invisible wall that was protecting Wakanda. And the first thing I thought was, there's plenty of smart enough black people that could establish that same thing. If we really wanted to, we could make our own pan-African city in America. And you have people out here basically giving me, you have black people in America telling me why that wouldn't happen. Y'all not talking, y'all, how y'all gonna talk about burning anything down and building anything back up again when you don't want to build anything? You don't want to fix anything. You don't want to actually have a problem. You, you don't want to actually solve a problem. You just want to be angry about the problem that exists so you can continue to blame the problem every single time something goes wrong. Meanwhile, if you have a cockroach in your house anywhere, whether that thing flies or not, you are trying to knock that thing out and or kill it the moment that you see it. I really wish 
it, I mean, you're not sitting back and saying, well, if I kill this cockroach, other cockroaches just going to come in anyway, so no, why, so why bother? You're not doing that. You're not looking up reasons why a cockroach is in the house in the first place. You're seeing a cockroach in your house, you get in your shoe, and you back. And then you get some roach spray, and you spray all across that mamma jamma so that other roaches don't pop up. I really wish that people had the same amount of energy that they do for races in control of everything like they do about a roach in their house. But they don't. Because they're too busy saying, well, there's a reason why people don't want to vote. There's a reason why these things are happening. There's I know the reason. I don't care. Fix the problem. It's just like George Collin said. He doesn't vote, so he doesn't have the right to complain. If you don't like what's going on, find a way to change it. If you don't, shut up. I hope I'm not too loud on this thing. Because I'm just... I'm just trying my best to not be angry about this stuff anymore. It's not even that I'm angry. I'm just hurt at the lack of stump. Like our, our, our ancestors, not even our ancestors. I'm just our grandparents, our great grandparents said, we are tired of being treated the way that we're treated and we're going to do something about it. And they voted. The congressional black caucus is proof that you know if we want something bad enough we can get it donald trump losing is proof that voting works georgia was notoriously a red state if i'm not mistaken forever and now is blue because people voted i'm not saying voting works i'm just saying not voting doesn't work i'm not saying vote democrat i'm saying Vote against the people that literally just took your right to bodily autonomy. At least in a battle between the people and the Democratic government, we actually have a chance. Because the Republicans just proved that whatever they want, they're going to get regardless of you like it or not. I'm overreacting. Maybe I'm just tired. I don't know. I've been reading another. Com- I've been reading this uh, comic called Superbia, and uh, it's about uh, it's about a makeshift combination Justice League slash uh, superhero team. X Men, blah 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 blah. Avengers. I would I would say Avengers. I don't know. I don't know who would be comparable to the Justice League of Marvel. All I know is that like it's it's basically about like every hero's spouse and or girlfriend because it shows that the heroes kind of have a life outside of you know superheroing and you get a chance to sort of see that. And you know, the Superman ripoff is actually dating a supervillain who has apparently like been missing from the public's eye for a while, but that's only because she went straight. But tv but like you know the tv people are saying oh no she's plotting something it's like no she's not but it's like 
you know, like imagine Superman saying, hey, by the way, I'm dating. Um, uh, I can't even think of a, a supervillainess. I don't want to say uh, Poison Ivy because Poison Ivy isn't really a villain as much as she's just an activist. Um, I don't even want to say uh, Holly Quinn because she's just a, she's just a chaotic. Um, she has a chaotic victim of Stockholm syndrome. <clears throat> I can't think of anyone. Man, I really can't think of any. Forget it. In any case, though, you know he doesn't. He, obviously, he doesn't say so or whatever, but. You know, you get a chance to see all these heroes, spouses, and stuff like that. And, you know, there's a lot of, uh, you know, there's a lot of stuff that's going on. It's one of those edgy comics because it's one of those edgy comics written by people who hated superheroes because their Batman ripoff is apparently having an affair from his wife with his uh, partner, slash psychic or whatever. And it's like, ah, why is it that every single superhero parody have to make the Batman parody into a homosexual who does things with his sidekick or boy wonder or whatever it's just like it's it i feel like you know at this point it doesn't even feel original it just feels like you know it just feels like something that people just you know we all agree that batman is gay it's like no <sighs> i don't know i'm just reading it because it's on comics plus and I've been trying to like find a whole bunch of uh, a whole bunch of other comics to read because I'm still reading like DC, and I, I I'm too lazy to read Marvel, but like I'm still I'm trying to just like sort of get into everything. I'm getting into milestone comics too. I'm reading uh, Blood Syndicate, and I hate Holocaust, and I don't understand why people like him. He's a jerk. I don't understand. <sighs> I am I, I I'm a. I'm uh, I'm annoyed. I'm angry. I'm a little frustrated. So I'm gonna go ahead and just cut it off here. Love, peace, and safety to everyone. Just check out my YouTube video tomorrow. YouTube.com/slash two two a a a.